millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right, well, let's just add another lawsuit to the Activision Blizzard dumpster fire. For January 20th, 2023, this is Let's Play Daily Gaming News. Hey, what's going on? My name's Nate Bender, and welcome to Let's Play, a daily gaming news podcast where we run down everything you need to know from the gaming world in about five minutes. Coming up, Ubisoft is desperately trying to do damage control within their own ranks. People are winning internet arguments by doing crimes, and we'll check out the week that was in video game news with the Friday Replay. Boy, I can't even keep count of the lawsuits Activision Blizzard is facing anymore. This time around, the law firm Maglaccio and Rathed LLP is looking to file a class action lawsuit against Activision Blizzard for false advertising in Diablo Immortal, taking aim at one of the legendary gems called the Blessing of the Worthy, stating that leveling up the gem has detrimental effects on the player. Now, stay with me here. Specifically, the Blessing of the Worthy gives players the effect to deal damage equal to their maximum health. When the gem is at max level, the damage dealt is only equal to the current player's health, and Activision Blizzard did not disclose this change within the text description of the gem. The law firm also points out that this gem is part of a $100 bundle within the game meaning that Activision Blizzard is selling these gems without disclosing what they actually do. Maglaccio and Rathed LLP describes this practice as, quote, essentially amounting to a bait-and-switch since a purchasable item was advertised with one effect that players wanted and ended up with something completely different. Maglaccio and Rathed LLP finished their statement by thanking the Communication Workers of America for bringing this matter to their attention. Which is, I gotta say, really funny that the CWA is out there throwing Activision Blizzard under the regulation bus. With more mounting litigation against Activision Blizzard, I have to wonder how this and potentially more lawsuits will affect the $68.7 billion acquisition of Activision Blizzard. 
Following up on Ubisoft's updated financial statement, Ubisoft held an employee meeting on Wednesday to address some of the concerns of the staff. Ubisoft took questions from staff for CEO Yves Gilmont to address. One interesting question reads, quote, The ball is now in our court. For years, it's been in your court. So why did you mishandle the ball so badly so we, the workers, have to fix it for you? Which prompted Gilmont to walk back and clarify what he meant by saying, quote, When saying the ball is in your court to deliver our lineup on time and at the expected level of quality, I wanted to convey the idea that more than ever, I need your talent and energy to make it happen. This is a collective journey that starts, of course, with myself and the leadership team to create the conditions for all of us to succeed together. According to Kotaku, the upper management in this meeting did not address the pending strike slated for the 27th. However, Chief People Officer Anika Grant did reject one of IT Solidarity's demands, which was a four-day work week. Kotaku also pointed out that Chief Financial Officer Frederick Duggett, or, I mean, this is a French company, so it's probably something like Frederic Duguay, had reiterated the need to cut costs and increase productivity within Ubisoft. Following this meeting on Wednesday, Ubisoft also canceled another game codenamed Project Q, which was supposed to be a PvP Battle Arena game. This marks the eighth game that Ubisoft has shelled within the last six months. At the end of the day, Ubisoft is struggling to make games, and it seems that the incompetence in upper management is finally catching up to them. The popular military simulation game War Thunder, developed by Gaijin Entertainment, has had a serious issue on their official forums. Some users have taken it upon themselves to settle petty arguments about realism in War Thunder by committing federal crimes. One unnamed player leaked classified military documents relating to the F-16 fighter jet this week, along with another player leaking over a dozen system manuals for the F-15E U.S. strike fighter plane. The latter is not even a vehicle in War Thunder. This is obviously a major federal crime under the Espionage Act and can levy a 10-year prison sentence including a large fine or even a larger charge of treason if found guilty. Regardless if documents are classified or not, leaking military documents violates international traffic in arms and regulation. These regulations limit the disclosure of U.S. weapon data. War Thunder's Reddit moderators are also not taking to these frequent leaks lightly, with one Reddit moderator stating, quote, If any of you idiots leak any export-restricted or classified documents in this subreddit, I will personally shut this place down for a week to make the person responsible think long and hard about their life choices. War Thunder is a video game. Stop committing federal crimes over internet arguments about it. I think I captured the spirit of the tone. As of this recording, Gaijin Entertainment has not commented on the situation. All right, it's Friday, and on Fridays here at Let's Play, we like to take a look at some podcast reviews. This one is an updated podcast review from Kyle coming to us over Apple Podcasts with five-star review saying, quote, smart and snappy gaming news. After 300 episodes, Let's Play has sanded off the edges that it barely ever had. 
Three top stories daily with a weekly Friday rundown. Concise facts flavored with sharp-witted analysis. The worst thing about this podcast is that there isn't more of it. But everyone deserves a couple of days off, and our favorite audiomancer is no exception. Thank you, Kyle I, and thank you for thinking of my personal time. Be like Kyle I and leave us a podcast review on Audible, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Podchaser, or Amazon. All right, with it being Friday, let's check out the week that was in video game news with the Friday Replay. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Atlas, the studio behind the Persona series, has issued some backwards-ass stipulations for streaming its HD remasters that launched this week. If you plan on streaming Persona 3 Portable and Persona 4 Golden on the 19th, you must follow the following rules. 1. Your stream must include a spoiler tag. 2. You must add an Atlas and Sega copyright watermark to your stream and or YouTube video. 3. You cannot lock any gameplay behind a paywall. 4. Your content cannot just be music from the games. 5. You cannot broadcast mods or cheats. And 6. You cannot make offensive content towards any particular person. Oh, and Atlas has the right to take down anything without discussion. All of these stipulations are incredibly dumb, and frankly, it's not surprising that Atlas is trying to again control how their games are consumed. While I hear great things about the Persona series, it's like this that crops up and makes me not want to support this company. Aside from Nintendo, Atlas has been the only game studio to fail to understand the power of free advertising that streaming and YouTube content provides them, and continues with every release to try and somehow protect their intellectual property in the worst way possible. But there is one underlying point here that I feel I need to mention. While we pointed out that yes, Atlas does have the right to do all of this with their intellectual property, technically all video game makers have the right to set specific stipulations around the way that creators get to use their content, or even say that we can't use it under any circumstance whatsoever. That's how precariously the business model for Twitch and to some extent YouTube is really balanced. So while it is insane for Atlas to behave this way, let's be thankful that more developers don't follow in their footsteps. 
In response to Ubisoft's updated financial forecast and Ubisoft CEO Yves Gilmont's statement on canceled games, French Union Solidaire Informatique, or IT Solidarity in English, has called for a half-day strike at Ubisoft Paris. IT Solidarity's mainly concerned with what I pointed out last week. Ubisoft is planning on cutting $215 million of expenses over the next two years. With IT Solidarity bluntly stating, quote, when Mr. Gilmont speaks of attrition and organizational adjustments, it means staff reduction, discrete studio closures, salary cuts, disguised layoffs, etc. IT Solidarity also called out Gilmont's email to staff last week, where Gilmont asked employees to, quote, give it our all and to be, quote, as efficient and lean as possible, which IT Solidarity interpreted as Gilmont calling for overtime, managerial pressure, and burnout. IT Solidarity is planning its strike on Friday, January 27th from 2 to 6 p.m. Central European Standard Time. IT Solidarity is also demanding an immediate 10% bump in all salaries to compensate for inflation and for better working conditions, including a four-day work week. They're also looking for, quote, transparency on the evolution of the workforce and the dismissal of, quote, abusive managerial policies that push employees to resign. Overall, this is the entire reason I've been advocating for unionization in the gaming industry for so long. Because unions like IT Solidarity are there fighting for the best interests of the employee. Though I have my reservations on if a half-day strike will be enough pressure on Ubisoft to get the changes IT Solidarity is seeking. If things for Activision Blizzard couldn't get any worse, a new report by esports and gaming journalist Jacob Wolf has detailed that most Overwatch League teams have retained the British law firm Sheridan's to start a collective bargaining process. The Overwatch League teams are seeking economic relief after investing into the Overwatch League without any actual return over the last six years. The first batch of OWL teams were purchased at $20 million, while expansion teams' price tags could climb as high as $27 to $35 million. Though it should be mentioned that these franchise buy-ins were to be paid over the course of many years. OWL teams also cost franchise owners around $1.5 million a year to pay players and ancillary staff, leading to most teams operating at a net loss. Now, you're probably wondering why all these teams are losing so much money in this investment. Well, a lot of it comes down to Activision Blizzard. Activision Blizzard at the start of 2020 was rolling out Homestead events for Season 3 of OWL. Homestand events were in-person matches to be played at various stadiums around the world, with most ticket and merchandising sales going to the teams. However, COVID-19 happened and canceled most of the homestand events for around two years. But Activision Blizzard didn't compensate or provide an alternative revenue source for teams. The other major factor is the reckoning that Activision Blizzard is still going through. On the heels of the California Civil Rights Division lawsuit, major brands like Coke, Kellogg, State Farm, T-Mobile, and Comcast ended their partnership with the league, resulting in virtually no advertising money being made by the Overwatch League. 
Not to mention the viewership of the league has cratered over the last six years due to Activision Blizzard's public image. Along with the debacle of losing their partnership with Twitch, having to move broadcasting the league exclusively to YouTube, which had the net effect of pushing the Overwatch League into the background of esports. And that's not even getting into Overwatch 2 and all the problems that created. Overall, the Overwatch League teams have a pretty good case against Activision Blizzard to get compensation. But I'm curious how these dynamics change if and when Microsoft takes ownership of Activision Blizzard. Speaking of Microsoft, yesterday was the start of the major layoff season across the tech world. With Amazon cutting 18,000 people and Microsoft announcing it would be laying off 10,000 people within the next fiscal quarter. Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella stated in Microsoft's memo to staff, quote, It's important to note that while we are eliminating roles in some areas, we will continue to hire in key strategic areas. We know that this is a challenging time for each person impacted. The senior leadership team and I are committed that as we go through this process, we will do so in the most thoughtful and transparent way possible. Though Nadella isn't very transparent on which departments would be getting restructured. However, Bloomberg's Jason Schreier reported that these layoffs are, quote, including its gaming divisions such as Xbox and Bethesda. This mass layoff arrives exactly one year after Microsoft announced plans to purchase Activision Blizzard for $69 billion. Schreier's sources point to Bethesda Game Studios and 343 Industries as the hardest hit by these layoffs, with some of the already laid-off staff being Xbox veterans who have been working at Microsoft for well over a decade. Nadella finishes his statement reassuring that the laid-off staff will be getting Microsoft's, quote, full support, stating that workers will receive severance pay and health care for six months. This full support also supposedly includes ongoing vesting of stock awards for six months, career transition services, and a 60-day notice before termination. Which, to be fair, is better than most companies offer when handing out a stack of pink slips. While both Microsoft and Amazon are starting the layoff trend, I fear with the dip in video game spending last year, we will continue to see more layoffs in the video game industry in the coming months. Alright, well that's going to do it for this week for Let's Play. Make sure you subscribe so you can come back on Monday, and yes, it will be Monday this time, for even more video game news. Follow us on TikTok at Let's Play Gaming News and leave us a podcast review on Apple Podcasts, Audible, Podcast Addict, CastBox, Podchaser, and Amazon. Story selection and writing by Aaron Pillen. You can follow him on Twitter at Lloyd underscore RNG. You can follow me on Twitter at Nate Benderama and catch me streaming on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Limit Break Radio. My name's Nate Bender. Keep listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.